So thanks, thanks for everyone to um, coming out to the v, v Brown Bag presentation. My name is Demetrius Malbro, and I am a technical marketing engineer at Rubrik. And I will be speaking to you today about building relationships the podcast way. So hopefully you will have an opportunity to learn something new in this session. And I will go ahead and jump right in. So one of the things and one of the issues that we have being in technology is that there's so many ways and so many things that we can actually uh, think about and so many things that we can actually do. Um, there's competition for our mind and most of us have a hard time really trying to carve time out for certain things or some of the things that are most important to us. One of the things right now is in the news, you know, there's so many uh, issues and problems. You know, you have cyber, cyber security, cyber war. You hear about ransomware, not to mention some of the political news. It's just draining, you know, all of our times. You can literally spend an entire day following what's happening just in politics alone. And we, if we have any sports fanatics in the house, I don't even have to explain this category, you know. When football season has just kicked off and you have a lot of football fans and uh, basketball fans that are out there and that really consumes a lot of our time. So you don't have to worry about me spending my time in that category because I kind of gave up on sports a long time ago. <laughs> uh, technology skills. So as a technologist, uh, most of us spend all of our time here. So we have problems trying to manage our work life. Uh, managing home and managing work and we just spend too much, too much time in this category and sometimes we really really spend way too much time in maintaining our skills and really trying to branch out from just the technology portion. And family, this is a really really important uh, function and category that we all have to um, learn how to schedule our time in, right? Uh, time, um, family is very important and this is definitely a category where most people, uh, either you're spending quality time with your family or, or you're not. So wh where is your focus today? And trying to divvy up your time between your mental health and your spiritual health uh, can be a challenge. Also, your physical health, taking time out to exercise, eat right, right? Uh, drink enough water. It's, it's a lot of things that you have to remember uh, that, you, that you need to do on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and they also say that you need at least six to eight hours of rest. Me, myself, probably average four, five, or six hours, but that is a really important category that you need to uh, make sure you pay attention to. And career, once again, some of us spend way too much time in this bucket. You know, there shouldn't be too many you know, 10, 11, 12-hour work days uh, but sometimes it happens, but every day for one month, that could be a little unhealthy. And these three, uh, trying to focus on learning new skills, because there's things like IoT and big data and artificial intelligence. There's just so many things that are out there, right? But one thing that I really would like to talk to you today about is networking and branding yourself. It's a part of building a relationship. And I'm going to share a story with you as well. But at the moment, the shift happened 
for me, once I started really building relationships and thinking about utilizing podcasting as that platform for me to reach out and expand my brand. So I got out of college in 1999 and I was a backup support engineer for IBM. I spent quite a bit of time here. I, I thought I did really well landing, landing a job uh, working for IBM, but after a year, I really started to understand uh, taking phone calls and dealing with technical issues was not something that I wanted to do you know, for the rest of my life. So Monster.com had just popped on the scene. I don't know, we don't have any uh, young people. So you were on Monster too, I see. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I went out on Monster.com, I created a profile, and I started getting all of these recruiters uh, pinging me. Hey, you know, you wanna come work for $50 an hour? I'm like, sure, yeah, let's, let's do that, right? So I became a consultant. I left IBM and I started traveling around uh, doing backup implementation uh, at multiple customers. And I, I did that for quite some time. So about 10, 11, up to 14, 15 years, I felt like I was getting static, right? I felt like I had hit the glass ceiling. I wasn't really moving anywhere. I was still in backup and recovery. I wanted to maybe go into management, but things were really changing really, really fast. And so I decided that I would start a podcast. And I didn't know anything about podcasting, and so I used Google to just go out, you know, how do you start a podcast? And it was pretty simple. So one of the most important things is that when you're launching a podcast, you really have to strategize, you know, what you name your podcast, what's going to be your topic, things like that. So I'll go through all of the steps that I used in order to get you from step A all the way to the last step, which is Z. So before that, the podcast that I started, which is called Data Protection Gumbo, I started building some very fantastic relationships, right? I was meeting CIOs and VP, VPs of sales and just of marketing. So I really started branching out and inviting individuals onto my show to talk about themselves. So the format that I like to use is an, is an interview format where I bring individuals on the show and I ask them specific questions that are related to data protection and they seem to really love you know, coming on the show and they spend all, the, all of their time talking about themselves or their products. And the podcast that I created actually landed me the job that I'm in Right now, I'm a technical marketing engineer, but I started as a support engineer at Rubrik uh, for one year and then I moved over to marketing. But this is how I landed my job. I built some great relationships in multiple different companies and I saw Rubrik and it was a fantastic place to work. And that's exactly where I landed up and that's where I am today, truly enjoying myself. So how are you building? your relationships, right? And I'm sure some of you have had ideas of how to do this. And today we use social media to go out to, you know, we, you may use Twitter, you may use LinkedIn. And LinkedIn was one of my platforms of how I actually made the connections to reaching out to certain individuals because a VP or a CIO necessarily will not respond to you unless he knows that there's some type of value prop in it. 
So when you mention, hey, you want to be on this podcast, sometimes they say yes. Another way to build relationships is attending events, kind of like a VMworld or any other type of uh, conference. That's one way to build relationships and also the old-fashioned way is like mentoring or one-on-one relationships. You, you see that less and less today because we're living in a digital world and most people just really go on social media and utilize those platforms. But they're great platforms to use, but you still have to have that, that human touch involved. Uh, some of you may be blogging, right? Or creating your own website. That's also a great tool that you can do in order to build relationships. And some of you may like to record YouTube videos. That's, that's also another fantastic way to do it. But to go ahead and give you the steps of how to build relationships the podcast way, this is how I started. So I took a lot of time to sit back and think about a crazy name, a catchy name, one that would actually draw the attention of anyone that would ask me, okay, what is your podcast about? So I decided to name it Data Protection Gumbo. And the reason for Gumbo is that I not necessarily want to just talk about data protection. I would like to talk about everything that data protection touches. So no topic is really off limit as long as we loop data protection back in because like I said, everything is digital now so it's kind of hard not to talk about all the data that's coming in and being able to protect that data. So some of this may be obvious but you need a topic, uh, whether you're going to do audio or video or both. And what type of format? Like I mentioned earlier, my format is the interview format. So I bring individuals on and I ask them a set of questions and I, I let them talk about their product or themselves. The uh, second thing that you need, of course, is equipment, right? That's the microphone that I started out with. Uh, you can get a microphone. That microphone was about $50, which was re really cheap. It still does exactly what I needed to do. So I have yet to upgrade my microphone, but there are, you know, you can go up to the thousands of dollars if you would like. Uh, so microphone is very important, just making sure you have a quality microphone. That one gets the job done. It's called a Blue Snowball. Uh, you can find it on Amazon probably maybe for maybe 60 or 70 bucks now. I think it's gone up over the years. And you also need a recording software. And the recording software that I use is called Cubase. And it's very complicated to use because I have a brother that is a music producer, very small-time music producer. And he uses Cubase, so he convinced me to use Cubase as well. So there's definitely like Audacity out there. Audacity is very simple. I think it's a free software that you can use as well. So that's another one. And step three, uh, recording and editing your podcast. These are the three tools that I use, software that's called Pamela. And Pamela records the audio for you, and it also plugs into Skype. So primarily, because uh, I talk to individuals all over the country, from Australia, I even have one in Africa, uh, several in Europe, and the easiest way, free of charge, is of course Skype. So I use Skype, and I started also using YouTube as well. So you can actually, after you export it out as an MP3 format, you can upload it to uh, YouTube. And having a catchy title and a topic for each episode is also very important. And making sure that you are able to you know, drive individuals to your website or your podcast because 
once you submit to iTunes, which is like one of the top leading uh, podcast platforms, is you have the capability of being ranked. Um, and I'll share another story as well. So my very first uh, review and comment on my website was a negative comment. Some guy created a profile and he said, yeah, you only get a, uh, a one-sided um, review or response from this guy. Don't listen to this podcast. So I spent just a little bit of time really trying to figure out why you know, someone would come on and you know, make a remark like that, but I quickly bounced back and I created you know, 15, 20, 25 more podcast episodes. So I mentioned that just to tell you that you're definitely going to have your, your haters. Right? They're always out there. And if you have one, that means that you're doing something right. Okay? All right. Step four. Social media is definitely useful. And I use LinkedIn like a champ. Okay? So I created a, a group called Backup and Recovery Professionals on LinkedIn. And I think I created it back in 2008. And there's over 20,000 professionals that are, that's in that group right now. So that's another platform that I leverage to market my podcast. And you as well can create a group on LinkedIn or something similar of whatever you, you know, your skills and abilities are in order to kind of create an area that your peers can go to to actually communicate with you as well. So that's another platform that I used on LinkedIn. And I think I have over... Um, what, several, several thousand connections on LinkedIn as well. And I, I am guilty for connecting with people that I've never met before. So, uh, <laughs> sorry about that, but I, I really like to connect with individuals and building relationships, especially on LinkedIn, is, is, is a way that you can actually meet people in multiple different countries around the world. So, I would connect with someone and use the personal invitation and I would actually you know, say, hey, I'm starting a podcast. I would like to have you on the show. It would be great to connect with you. And I would send it. Maybe 90% of the time, no one responded. But that 10%, it was a, it was a quality uh, connection that I could actually uh, use to have someone on the podcast. Then we would exchange you know, mobile numbers. And then we would have, uh, cha exchange emails as, as well. And then start building a relationship from that, from that perspective. Also, each episode ranges anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. If you go over 30 minutes, then you kind of lose people's attention. So I try to keep it less than 30 minutes if possible because it's uh, kind of the sweet spot that I found. And the last and fifth thing that I like to do is to show you how to launch the podcast. And after you've created all of these things and you've gone through these steps, you've you know, identified your audience and you've got your equipment, you've got your editing software, you're using Skype or whatever, you've submitted it to iTunes and, and you're on social media. So now the final step is to just launch your podcast. Uh, I like to have at least two or three. Some people like to have five or ten different episodes already in the queue to release. But... I guess I'm not doing as well on my, uh, my work-life balance because I hadn't released an episode in over a month. So, you know, forgive me for not doing that. <laughs> I definitely will have one out uh, next month as well. So just to kind of wrap things up, 
if you definitely feel that you need to get out and network with individuals, podcasting and building relationships by creating a podcast is definitely a way that you can have friends all around the world. And I have CEOs and CIOs you know, in my contact list and I texted a CEO a couple of weeks ago and he responded back, hey Demetrius, how are you? You know, I hope you're doing well. And we kind of exchanged dialogue about, you know, VMworld. He thought he was coming, but he was unable to come. But, you know, just really connecting with individuals that uh, can actually act as a mentor or as even a friend. So it's definitely a way to get your message out there worldwide. And that's building relationships the podcast way. I'm on Twitter at DMalbro and the website for the podcast is Data Protection Gumbo. Thank you very much. Any questions?